Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust. As the Republican mentalist, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalist. The Bright Race, the Almond Race. Good evening. I'm your host, the Intellectual Nubian Mentari. This is Mentelect Radio. And tonight, I'm going to be asking the question of everybody. Can anyone really kill you? Can anybody really put you to death, kill you for real? Hmm. A lot of people would think so because you see people with guns. You see people with all kinds of biochemical weapons. You see all kinds of killing agents that people use to you know, inflict pain, you know, in cases, murder, things like that, right? You see all of that. But my father used to always say, and, you know, this is, this is as real as, as real can get what he used to say to me. He said, you ain't going nowhere before your time. My father used to say this to me all the time. He said, I don't care what happens to you, what people do to you, you're not going nowhere before your time. In other words, when you're meant to go, you're meant to go. And if you're not meant to go, you ain't going nowhere. I don't care if you get shot a hundred times. If you ain't meant to go, you're going to go. You ain't going to go. If you're not meant to go, you ain't going. I don't care if you get shot a hundred times. If you're meant to go, then you could get hit one time in the shoulder and that bullet traveled down to a wrong place and hit an artery, and that should have been a flesh wound that you died from. But you died from that one bullet that hit you because it was your time to go. It was written from the time you were born just as it's written the time you're going to die. And you can't do nothing about that. Nobody can stop that. Nobody can uh, um, direct that. And nobody can bring that on. So, like I said, for people to walk around in the society acting like killers and that you kill and you take life, that's not really, that's not the truth. That's not. A higher authority decides who lives and dies. You don't decide when you're born, do you? Do you decide when you're born? No, you don't. So you damn sure don't decide when you die. See, when people, you know, when people uh, uh, um, point guns at you, shoot you, right, if it's your time to go, you're going to get hit and you're going to go. If it ain't your time to go, then you ain't going nowhere. You're not even going to be put in that situation. There have been situations, I remember, um, you know, you had people had guns pointed at them and people pull the trigger. And nothing happened, and nothing came out. It gun jammed. They weren't able to shoot it and whatnot and everything. And they, like, looking at this strange because it ain't that time. You, you ain't going to kill that person. It ain't time for them to go nowhere. You see, the biggest thing people fear, right, is how they're going to die. Is it going to be painful? You see, damn, you know, I'm leaving them behind my family. I'm leaving behind people who love me. That's the biggest fear. Is it going to hurt? And I'm, and I'm leaving behind people that's going to, you know, that's going to miss me. That's it. You see, because once, once it happens and it's done, you don't feel nothing no more. You're in another state. You have escaped pain. Like I used to say before, I said, you know, people talk about, oh, Malcolm X, you know, Malcolm X. Like, I remember I said Martin Luther King and all the people. I said, listen, those people, like I said, Malcolm X, he was going to die on February 21st, when was he? When was he? When did he die? I think he died February 21st, 1965, if I'm not mistaken. That's when he got assassinated, Malcolm X, in 1965. Martin Luther King got assassinated, I think, on the, in April 4th, 1968, if I'm not mistaken. I know he got one, um, 
Malcolm X died in February 65, Martin Luther King 68. But the point being is that before they came here, it was already slated that they would leave here. So if nobody shot Malcolm X, he would have went out in the street and got hit by a car and died. He would have fell in the bathtub, hit his head. He was going to die. That was his last day. You see, same thing with King. So the white man, no man, has no power over life and death. See, the white man want to give you that um, that um, idea, that belief in your head so he can scare you, so that he can control you, you see, because he knows that people fear death. But he ain't got no control over death. You ain't going nowhere until Amon decides you go. I don't care how many guns they got, how many weapons they got. That's, again, that ain't for you. That's for the people who were meant to go out that way. These people are given weapons to exterminate those who are meant to go out in that fashion. That's why Amon gives them the weapons. Amon gives them the weapons, sends the message to make those weapons just to get rid of the population, the populace, right? That's why they do that. A lot of them are going to be going to die by gun violence. A lot of them are going to die by bombs and war and stuff like that. That's the only reason they're giving it, to basically uh, clean up the physical bodies that Amon, the Amon don't want here. In the third dimension, that's all they're giving the weapons for, to do the work of the army. They're not doing their own thing. Don't believe that. Because, look, I said, too much proof to show otherwise. That's why I don't fear death. I've learned not to fear it at all. Of course, I mean, of course you're going to, well, I ain't going to say, of course you're going to be like, damn, it's going to hurt. You know what I'm saying? Just that, but when you don't feel like no more, when it's like, you know, it's already set, how you going to go? You ain't decide. You at peace with it. You see? You at peace with it. You can get in the wrong. You can you can be walking somewhere down on the street somewhere, and somebody pull out and start shooting up everything, and you get hit and die. Or you you might decide to skip that day and not go out on that street that day, and you hear a bunch of people. You was going to go out on the day that, you know, on that street that day, and you don't go to something. Just, you know, your, somebody, anything might happen. Somebody might call you, your mother. Somebody, I just want you to stay home today. You just got a feeling. Or just something. And... You escape that because it's not your time. You're not supposed to be over there. You see, it is what it is. You see, like I said, no man, I don't care what the man is, black, white, or anything between, decides who lives and who dies. You don't. You do not. So what's the sense in being afraid? What's the sense in sitting up here being afraid when people pull out guns and things like that? Yeah, of course you don't. Of course you don't want to get shot. Getting shot hurt. You see, people fear getting getting shot. You know what I'm saying? And you know, tearing up your body and stuff like. You know, forget the fact that you know you dying. If you live, when you get shot, it's gonna hurt like hell. You see, you might be in pain, you might have to wear a damn colostomy bag, anything. You see, or you might be in a fire and you might escape. You know what I'm saying? But you might get burnt the hell up. But you still living, and your skin might be ripped to pieces, but you still made it. You see, what does that tell you? Here, Richard Pryor, his nigga pour alcohol all over himself and set himself on fire, and that nigga running down the street on fire. He survived that. He ain't died till he he ain't died till he's sixty five, and he is all jacked up. All the drugs that nigga took, he could have overdosed at any time, killed himself. But he wasn't meant to go out like that. Don't matter if you're not slated to go out the way that the army wants you to go out, then you ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. They have the final say over life and death, 
over everybody, over the humans, over us, everybody. So we need to come into alignment with them. We need to further come into alignment with them so we, too, will have the power over life and death. You see, this is what awaits us in the fourth dimension, the power over life and death. You see, this is why the humans don't really want you to ascend into the fourth dimension because they really know we're the ones that got the power over life and death because we're the living souls. We live in power. We regenerate life, and we cut it on and cut it off like a light switch when we are in alignment with the fourth dimension. You see? And when I tell you the power of the fourth dimension, the reality, the realization of the fourth dimension is so potent, so powerful, where you learn the secrets of life and death, the secret of movement, fire, and things like that, like I'm going to teach y'all, gradually start teaching you. When you start learning that, all your fears go away. You don't even have fear no more. There's no fear in the fourth dimension. There's no such thing as fear. There's no fear. In the fourth dimension, you leave how you want to leave. You stay as long as you want to stay. You don't even go through that. Death is only something, and you know, death is only something that exists in the third dimension. It don't exist in the fourth dimension, simply because the power is always reigniting itself. The power from these upper dimensions, once you are locked into the fourth dimension, to the eighth dimension, to the twelfth dimension, to the thirteenth, these powers will constantly reignite themselves. They will constantly reignite themselves. The projection, that solar projection will continuously reignite itself, like lighting the pilot switch. So there is no death. Death is the extinguishing of life or that energy or that power. You see, that's death. And, again, that's set before you are born. Same time you were slated to come here in flesh, and there's a time for you to leave, a beginning and an ending. But then when it's time for the next stage, like I said, if you have ascended beyond this three-dimensional realm and into the fourth, you enter in a whole nother state of power. See, death is the stopping of the power. It stops. You see, it pauses. And certain people go through that pause, which is death, because it is meant for you to be either re regenerated into these upper dimensions in the fourth or to be recycled into the third dimension. So you have to go through a time of clearing. You have to go through a time of clearing, mental clearing, and the establishment of an even extended memory or a clear memory to take over the same rotation that you left out of. But that's the time of pausing. That's the time where there's a pause because your soul or spirit must pass into a new vessel. It must pass into the next vessel, you see. And if you have passed, into the upper vessel of that fourth dimensional vessel, which you will move into, which you will grow and evolve into, then something as so-called something as death no longer exists. Death no longer exists. You see, 
you have made it to the ultimate stage. You have made it to the ultimate stage. This is what I talk about when I say from here to eternity. I'm not joking at all. I am not playing. When I say from here to eternity, that's real. There's no more death. See, we trying to, as mentalists, as the bright race, as the almond race, we are trying to move into eternal life and escape death. We ain't going to never die again once we ascend beyond this three-dimensional realm collectively. We ain't dying no more. That's it. What's the sense in us dying again? We're needed in the upper dimensions. We have to keep generating that power chain of solar projection to us so we become part of that chain and then we step into the space where we have life and death over the humans. You see, the so-called white man, he wants to have that position. You see, he's trying to act as though he has power over life and death. That's why he stockpiled weapons. That's why he always trying to pose like he a threat, like, you know, like he can take life and all this other stuff. But again, if he is able to take life, it's only because the almond allow it. They allow it. He don't allow anything. But like I said, for a lot of you so-called black people who have disconnected from Amun, you have no idea what Amun is. That's what I'm saying to you is not real. So let's just take the name Amun out of the equation for a second. Do you not bear witness or acknowledge that you're not going anywhere before your time? I don't care if you're shot 100 times, somebody stab you up 50 times. It don't matter. You ain't going nowhere until it's your time. So if you bear witness to that, then obviously you bear witness to a higher force that controls life and death. You bear witness to that because if that was the case, then that means anybody can kill you whenever they want to. And that's not real. It's just not. Man cannot ever, mankind can never have the power over life and death. That's like putting the power in the life and death over in the hands of an animal. You see? You wouldn't, the almond wouldn't put life and death in the hands of an animal. They're simply given, they're simply given a task to get rid of those creatures who are not needed any longer. Those people were not needed any longer. See, this is one of the, this is another reason why the humans were created, you see, and they were given weapons. They were given weapons to basically do what the animals did, but just without weapons. So animals were given the ability to, by, by the power of almond, by the direction of almond, to wipe out other animals, to wipe out other species. The humans were basically given the same thing so that there's no overpopulation of the earth. You see, this earth, the, the, the populace or the people on the earth, it runs like a machine. People are going to come live their life for the time being, and then they're going to, you know, after they finish, they're going to die, and they're going to go, and they're going to become fertilizer for the earth, blah, 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 and, and that's it. It's like a machine. This thing runs like a machine, and a number is given every day. Numbers are given every day on who's going to live and who's slated to die, who's going to be born on what days, and who's going to die on what days. That's slated, Okay. And nobody controls that. Again, if man don't control when you're born, how the hell are you going to control when you die? I mean, realistically. Realistically. You see? How is he going to control how you die if he don't even control how you're going to be born? You see? So y'all got to, again, we got to get out of that fear. You can get up here and tell a person, you know, a person point a gun at you and want to go ahead and shoot. You know? It's probably a jam. Find nothing more and won't nothing happen. Might kill you. Might. It's a gamble. You see? 
But when you know, when you have a sense that you have unfinished work here, when you have unfinished, you have a life, a, a full, a more extended life to live, and you know that and you lock into that, you, you don't really fear things like that because you know you have a real purpose here. You know, you have a lot of living left to do, a lot of influencing, you see? So you don't worry about things like that. You only worry about things like that because you buy into the whole thing and feel, which is what the beast tries to do. Ain't that what all animals try to do? All animals try to make you afraid of them because really the animals are afraid. So they have to, just like evil animals, animals will try to make you afraid that they'll kill you and then rip you to pieces and things like that because they really afraid, you see? So their fear, they try to trans, transmit their fear into you. No, the humans are no different. The humans are no different. You see, their fear, if you allow their fear to penetrate you, it will control you. And their fear of death, their fear of mortality, their fear of mortality has penetrated the populace, has penetrated the people, their fear of mortality. You see, that's why people are afraid to die. You see, that's what it is. So you can accept, you can accept death when you are in alignment with life. That's when you can accept death, when you know and you are in alignment with life and your purpose in life and you know when your purpose has come to an end, you can accept it, you see, no matter how it comes, you see. You can accept it no matter how it comes to you. So keep that in mind because people want to keep you around forever and things like that. You know, like I said, forever ain't this dimension, man. I, I understand when our people be like, you know, you know, I wish I wish my mother was here, I wish my father was here, I wish this my children. You know, whatever. We ain't in the dimension of forever. Y'all gotta remember that. See, you think like that because y'all trying to think ahead and you're thinking forward in the dimension of forever, but we're not in the dimension of forever. The, the dimension of forever is the fourth dimension. That's forever. The fourth dimension is forever. You see, so you got to get out of that mindset. This is the incomplete dimension. You see, this is the incomplete dimension. The fourth dimension is eternal. That's forever. So, like I said, we will leave here and we will go elsewhere where we belong, where we're needed. Because Guaranteed, when the time from the time you're born to the time you leave here, you're just not needed on this side anymore. You're not needed on this side. Simple as that. You're gonna go into an eternal space. And I'm gonna say this: when you have people who go on to the other side, like we had Enron Pentesha, Enron Captain Pentesha went on to the other side. We got souls on the other side that's guiding us, man. That's directing us. That's protecting us, man. That's real. I'm not, and I'm not being spooky or nothing like that. This is real. Because mentalek was in her soul, man. Mentalek was in her soul to the last day, man. Mentalek was in her soul. You see. So when that's in your soul, that's gonna be a remembrance, and that's always whatever that power is, which is coming is radiating forward through us. Going into fourth dimension, that's that power. That trend, that that power is still in alignment with us. That power is still in alignment with us. You see. So 
we go forward in the name of Amen, as the army is the eternal, because we are meant to see eternity. You see, we are meant to see eternity. Certain people are going to revolve back into the infinite state or the infinite state. Why I say the infinite state means the state of rotation, the three-dimensional. Certain people are going to rotate back into that, and they're going to continue to die over and over and over again. See, the people that rotate back into the third-dimensional state, they will continue to die over and over again. They're going to die over and over again as the gray race. They're going to come back, die, come back, die, come back, die. They're going to keep going through this. You see, we're not going to have to go through this. We're not. Because there's no purpose for us to go through that. And I'm going to be even, you know, more direct because the elect, the chosen, they will always be in the fourth dimension and the eighth dimension, upper dimension. They will always be space for us. There will always be extended space for us. See, in the three-dimensional realm, the three-dimensional realm is limited space. That's why there's death. There's three-dimensional, there's death in the three-dimensional realm because it's limited space here. You see? So they have to kill off or they have to get rid of people every day. The Amun set it on a timer. They set everything, life and death, is on a timer here because there's too many people. If you just let everybody live that's born here and whatnot, you have this plump, this whole everything that we stand on, oil, earth, the land mass would sink under the water because there would be too many damn people here. Everything would break down. Everything would sink under. You understand what I'm saying? So people got to go. That's why everything is on a timer. People live and die every day. That's why when you people sit up here and you trip about the police shooting people or doing this, that, and the third, I'm like, um, you do know those people were getting shot. And it's sad to say this. Those people were getting shot. Those people were losing their life and whatnot. Of course, you don't want to lose your family and whatnot. But it was really just their time to go, man. It was just really their time to go. You see? That's it. There's nothing you can do about that. The white man ain't got nothing to do with that. You see? He can act like he do, but he don't. You see? So it's meant to happen. That, like I said, you don't control when you come in here. When In the third, in the third dimension, in the three-dimensional realm, we got no control over life and death. We just like the humans in that sense. When we were in the fourth dimension, we had control over life and death. You see? We decided when we wanted to live and die or, or not die at all or whatever the case may be. Like I said, I don't mean to say like, but there was no death in the fourth dimension. There was no death. You see? We decided we had decisions over life and death. Life and death came about in the third dimension. That's when life and death came about, when there had to be a, when there had to be a rotating of life on the planet, you see, from the animals to the humans. You know what I'm saying? There had to be a rotation of life. That's the only time. That's when life and death started. There was a time before there was life and death. There was just pure, straight eternity. There was no life and death. Life and death then coming to the third dimension was um, projected. And the creatures were created. That's when life and death came. You see? That's when life and death came about. And that was something strange to us because we didn't understand life and death. We didn't understand. We didn't. We didn't understand that. That was something. That was something new to us. As far as in the third dimension, you see. And then over time, it became old to us. And like I said, time 
the time that's placed on you, the time that's dictated by um, dictated that you live and die, is from the fourth dimension, man. That's from above. They decide. Our ascendants decide who live and who die. You see, it's like peeling away layers of skin, because you know those of us who are meant to ascend into the fourth dimension, those of us who are meant to ascend into these higher states, like I said, we really get to see what the true meaning of life is. We get to see that on a greater level, what the true meaning of life is and what it isn't. You see, a lot gets lost in translation because, like I said, in this life, in this life, People are caught up in that. And like I said, a lot of people fear death. They fear it. And I get it. Nobody want to get shot. Nobody want to get stabbed. Nobody want to die early. You want to see your children grow up. I get it. You want to, you know, you don't want, you don't, you want to see how things, you want to die in your old age, right? You want to die of an old, of a, as an old person in your sleep or whatever. And, and for many, for, it'll be the fate for a lot of us. For some, it will not, you see. But I will say this. I will say this. Those who know their true purpose in life, those who are righteous in this life, those who are right, R-I-T-E, as in righteous, those of us who are right in this life, those of us who are real in this life, those of us who know, who know their true purpose in life, who bring an extension to life, you're going to be around for a while. You're going to be around for a while because you serve a purpose. The people who don't, y'all just, like I said, it's like y'all, y'all just in the lottery. Y'all in the lottery of life and death, man. It could happen to you at any time. You those random people that might be on the street and get shot in the damn street. You see, when a mass shooter come or whatever, you might end up getting pulled over by the police. That's your fate. You see? That's your fate. And you got to ask yourself, why is this my fate? You may not ask yourself at this time, but ask, ask the people, like I said, you know, what fate beholds you in your stage of life and death? What is your purpose in this life that will extend your life? You see? Certain people, like I said, they don't have the purpose and whatnot, so every day to them is a you know, it's a free day to live, and they're just waiting to die. You just got a lot of people that's just waiting around to die, you see. They don't know they are, but they really are. Because if you live in this life and no, there's no real purpose here, then, like I said, you just basically sitting around waiting to die. That's all. You're just sitting around waiting to die. A lot of these people, they find, they they trying to live within the confines of material possessions as a reason to live. You see, they they want and they, you know, live for material possessions as a reason to live. They try to, you know, have that as a reason to live, material possessions. You see, they have that in their mind, this is a reason for me to live. But they have to make that up as a reason to live, man. They have no true fulfillment in their life. They have no real reason to live. Like I said, most of the people who live, you know, who live a life, they become elders, older people, and they live out their full life because they had a purpose in that full 
life. They had a real purpose. You see, they had a true purpose in this life. Then you got those who have no real purpose. You see, they have no purpose. Their life is a living hell because, like I said, they have to find things to make life worth living because they're scared to die. They have to find things to make life worth living. So, like I said, think about this. And I look at I look at a lot of these people who made a lot of money. They're supposed to be, quote-unquote, somebody in the world of the so-called white man in this three-dimensional realm. They made a lot of money. Their lifestyle was great. When I, but after you made all the money, you know, and you got everything you want, and you live in a certain way, you become bored. You become bored with your life. After you don't got all the material things you want, you don't bore up, you start to become bored. You know what that is? When they start to become bored after they done achieved everything, they're basically on the path to death. Because that means that you have nothing, you have acquired nothing mentally to make life worth living. You think that the material things were it. That's why I say I don't I don't get how people be really you know, I like I said, nice, material things are nice. Don't get it twisted. I like nice things, but I don't get how people live. You know, find, you know, live for these things. I don't get that. I don't get that. You know, that that whole materialistic thing. I don't get that. You see, because that's just nothing but people trying to find reasons to make life worth living. Getting a hair weave, getting butt implants, being a hoe, being a slut. You know, being a baller, whatever the hell you Negroes into, or you people in general, man, or going to your job every day, or whatever the hell you do, they try to put some meaning into your into their life. You see, they try to bring meaning into their life because they want their life to be worth something. The life that they live here to be worth something. And a lot of times, it don't sum up to nothing, and it's only a matter of time before the life that you are supposedly living, before it becomes apparent to you that it has summed up to nothing, you see. And then that's when a lot of people lose their mind. A lot of people start talking about they want to commit suicide. You see, people, like I said, they you, these people become depressed, and they start talking about taking their lives. They want to take pills. They want to jump in front of trains. Because what happens with those people, see, it gets dictated in their mind, see, because they start seeing the end of their time coming coming to them. They start to see that. Those people that commit suicide and who are successful, they start seeing the end of their timeline coming. Those are the people who just take themselves out. They're, a lot of people are here programmed to kill themselves. You see, they, they hear that voice or however it comes, that transmission to just go ahead and take themselves out, you see, because they don't serve no more purpose. And sometimes, like I said, they might hear the voice a little prematurely, and they might try to take themselves out, and they they fail at it. They try to put a gun in their mouth and blow their head off, and then they blow out part of their brain, and 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 they still and they still survive. They still live. You see, you got people that don't put guns in their mouth, blew their damn brains out, and then, and didn't and wouldn't they time? And they still here, and they living painful as hell. You see. They don't they don't survive. The white man got to put their head back together. They living in pain and whatnot. You see, or they jump in front of a damn train or jump off of a building. That that's that's the ultimate death aura right there. That is the ultimate death aura on you. You see, that's when you got, like I said, that's when you got those, those heavy, heavy, heavy demonic energies on you. 
of those demonic entities when every time you you just going to jump off of a building or blow, put a gun in your mouth. A lot of these, lot of these humans, a lot of these humans, they carry that tendency with them, man. See, they grievously vex with demons to make them do something like that to themselves. You see. And that demon sometimes jump on you so-called black people. Y'all do the same thing. It was a story. A little girl jumped out of a window, six stories. The fire was burning up her apartment. Young girl, she was like six or seven years old. She jumped out of a window, broke both her legs, but she lived. She survived. She could have just tumbled the wrong way or something like that and hit her head and cracked her skull open and died. But she broke her legs and she lived. So that tells you something about life. Life is a source of power that is dictated by the Amun. And that power in life, that life power, that life force, is as strong as they make it. And it's as strong as you make it when you are here taking up space on this planet. That life force has to be strong in you. You see? That life force has to be so strong in you, it has to penetrate your body like fire. Fire, the solar projection throughout in your soul and your body has to move throughout your body so strong to get your power, that solar force within your body, to permeate every inch of your body, to accelerate every space within your body cause a quick, constant push in power, and it will cause you to move faster, think faster, and even push harder through this life with a strong and powerful force of solar energy. That power, that energy is continuous. That is eternal. You have eternal fire power in you. You have eternal fire power in you. See, the humans, they don't have that. That's something they want from you. You have eternal fire power. You so-called black people, some of you, not all of y'all. A lot of y'all, y'all moving on that spiritual level. A lot of y'all ain't, y'all, y'all, a lot of y'all ain't making it to eternity, man. A lot of y'all going to go right back into the infinite state of the graves. So I'm not even talking to y'all. I'm talking about those of us who are solar beings, who are building that power and that precision linking into that ultimate power that will bring us into the fourth dimension, the project to bypass death and move into eternal life. See, the power to bypass death, to go from life to eternal life and bypass death, that is something we're going to explore in the years to come. I guarantee you that, to push past it. Because the fact that I'm saying this right now, the fact that I'm introducing this to you all now, the fact that I said I even started talking about moving like fire, it's a sign that this transmission is being revealed to the elect right now. And it's only going to be taught to a chosen few. It's not going to be on the radio. It's only going to be amongst the elect. It's a push. As I talked about a couple of days ago, that push into the fourth dimension, you see, that push, that mental connection, see, that power dictates eternal life. Who you lay with 
who you lay with, who you lay with, you women, you men, who you lay with and who you produce life with, that pushes eternal power. That pushes the eternal power. You see, when a man lays with you, when a man ejaculates into you, the force of that man's life is supposed to push a force field within you women to connect to the force field within you and thus produce an extended life in your children, a power, a purpose. That's the start of that state of eternity where your bloodline continues. That's why I said you women better be careful with who you lay with and who you make babies with. Be careful. Know that you're laying with immortals, eternal beings, people who will cast an image far after they are going, and they will return even faster. Be mindful, because you will be a part of that continuation. You will be a part of that continuation, you see. You can't take away from eternity. Eternity just is. There's a reason why eternity, the word and the uh, concept of eternal life, continuous life, lives. There's a reason why that is present, why there is a such thing. Why was it a such thing as eternal life? Why did we even fathom such a thing as eternal life? Why is it that we couldn't have just been like, okay, life and death, life and death, life and death. You got a lot of these niggas that sit up here and say, oh, ain't nothing after you die. You know, hey, You just live and you die. You just live and you die. What's the point of that? What is the point of just living and dying? What is the point? You have a power, a force, and we acknowledge you can't. This power can't be destroyed. It can't be destroyed. It can't be convert. It can't be created. It can't be destroyed. It can just be converted. So power cannot be, and that's you know science according to the white man. For those of you who um. I love science people. The white man say your science. You, you, I love science people. The white man says you know energy cannot be destroyed or created. It just is. Energy just is because energy is motion, and motion comes from the fourth dimension and the upper dimensions. Energy and motion, movement don't come from the third dimension. You see, it don't. It don't come from the third dimension. It comes from the fourth dimension. The fourth dimension moves everything. The upper dimension, and, and the even higher dimensions move everything. That's motion. That's continuous motion. So, therefore, you can't stop that. That's eternity. We wouldn't have known anything about eternity if the Amen didn't want the world, the planet, and us especially to know about eternity, that eternity is real. Eternity lives continuously. But we will discover that as we move into the fourth dimension. That's eternal life. That's what they mean when these people talk about in religion. Uh, oh, you know, when you die and you go to heaven and, you know, you, you go up into the clouds and the heavens, then you're going to live an eternal life. Why do you think they say that? Where do they get that from? See, y'all ancients, the ancients, they knew. They knew about eternity. They get that from us, man. Why was we the first ones to know about eternal life? The white man didn't know nothing about no eternal life. We knew about it. To him, it was just, yeah, I'm just living, I'm dying. And he still think like that because that is his thing. He's just living and dying. And he's going to return, even though he don't know, he's going to return back into the three-dimensional realm again to live and die. That's why in his mind is only life and death because it is only life and death for him. For the humans, it is only life and death. 
They born, they die, they're going to return to the third dimension to go through it all over again, do it all over again. Born, die, born, die. But see, again, this is the last death for us. This is the last death because there's a space that's open in the fourth dimension for us to dominate, and that is the space of eternity because in the upper states, it, it, it just gets more and more extended. The power seats, you see. You see, there's a reason why these things were introduced. And, again, this ain't got nothing to do with no spirituality and no religion. It doesn't. It's just pure reality. It's pure reality of motion. It's pure reality of movement. Motion and movement don't stop no matter what. I don't care who lives, who dies. Hell, it don't even stop when you die. Because when you're dead, your hair keep growing. Your toenails keep growing, so there's still some life there, right or wrong. Your hair keep growing, your toenails keep growing, so you don't even really stop. You don't, life don't even really stop when you're dead. There's still movement. You see? So what does that tell you? What does that tell you? That life is not dictated by mankind. Nobody can kill you. That's an illusion. That's an illusion of the white man. That's an illusion of the black man. That's the illusion of humans. It's not reality, though. I proved that. I don't care if you stick a gun in my face and shoot me. That means the army let you shoot me. They let you do that to me. They let you shoot me. You didn't shoot me. You didn't decide to shoot me. You didn't put it in. It, it didn't come up in your head to decide to come and shoot Newton and Carl hurt me. You see? That was their idea. Because they obviously they wanted me to do something else. They didn't want me here no more. They ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. And y'all think that's the same way y'all got to think. You see, it's the will of the army, always. It's their will. It ain't mankind's will. It's not his will. He wants you to believe it's his will. See, and that's why he gets you, again, he wants you to believe that because you, it makes you more afraid of him. It keeps you afraid of him. It keeps, him, it keeps you following him, worshiping his image. You see, simple as that. We'll be right back.
about people being in car accidents. There'll be five, six people in the car. Five of them will die, one of them will live. Or four of them will die and two of them will have a, you know, three of them will die in the car, two will live. Somebody died right next to you in the car and you still living and that person's dead. Why does that happen? Why did everybody die? Again, does not prove that you have a, that you're on a different timer than this person. You're on a different lifetimer than this person. That's why I said you could get shot up and this person gets shot up. Y'all could both get shot up at the same time. That person died, you live. You could be in a car accident with this person and whatnot. You die, that person lives. You say, oh, that person dies and you live. You could be in a plane crash 
with a, a, like a hundred, like fifty people, hundred people on the plane, and maybe you the only one that live, or four or five live, and everybody else die. So that just proves everybody's on a different timer. Everybody's on a different timer. Sometimes you get everybody on the same timer. Sometimes people are on the same timer, and they all go at the same time. You see, that's a mass death. That's a mass death. But I'm going to tell you all this, and I want you to pay attention to what I'm about to say to you. Those of you who are locked into this three-dimensional realm, the three, the, the three-dimensional thinking of this world, you're going to put yourself outside of eternity. You're going to put yourself outside of eternity. The ones of you who are still holding on to these ways of thinking, these incomplete ways of thinking of the beast. This is why I'm going to do a broadcast next week about this gaslighting thing. Because this gaslighting thing, this terminology that comes from the so-called white man, he's been pushing this gaslighting thing a lot. And I'm hearing a lot of liberated black females and a lot of these beta male simps keep repeating this gaslighting thing. As if it's something that came from on high when it's just some shit the white man made up. There's a reason why he introduced gaslighting, which I'm going to go into. And this plays a part in what I'm talking about tonight, but I'm not going to go too deep into it. But what I will say is that those of you who are linking yourself into the philosophies of the beast, you're going to keep going through this rotation of death. You're going to keep going through this state of confusion. Why? Because these people are confused. And these people will continue to die because they will continuously be confused. These humans are confused. They got it twisted. Because you following the ways the beast, you acting like him, you repeating him, you thinking like him, you following him, you're going to be twisted the same way. See, we wasn't meant to think like them. We wasn't meant to think like them. We wasn't meant to act like them. See, this is why we're not supposed to have this mindset when it comes to death, this fear. We ain't supposed to have it. I get it. You're going to have it naturally. You're going to have, like I said, the fear, the unknown. Oh, is it going to hurt? Oh, you know, the emotional part, that part, as you say, that part. No, man. No. That got to fade away. That got to fade away. It's like the philosophies of the beast got to fade away. We don't don't walk with the fadeaways, man. We don't, you see, these humans, these humans are fadeaways, man. These humans come, they live, they die, they be born again. You see, they like bacteria, man. These humans are nothing but bacteria, man. Even bacteria has an energy to it. You can kill bacteria, it'll be it'll regenerate again. Because all things that are living, all things that regenerate it, they have a lifespan, they die and they go and they'll come back again. That's your human race. But see, when you are part of that state of eternity, there's just eternal life. There's no death. There's just eternal life. You see? And again, like I said, we we belong in eternity, man. We belong in eternity. We don't belong in infinity. Infinity is the state of the humans, man. Eternity is our state. See, a lot of people who don't think like that, that's why you're going to keep going through the rotation. Because the whole point of dying is to keep coming back in the same state, in that rotative state, to learn your lesson over and over again. Or just be of whatever limited use you are within the third dimension. That's why people keep dying and coming back, dying and coming back. I told you, life and death is for the third dimension. Eternal life is for the fourth dimension and beyond, man. That's why I kept saying to y'all, from here to eternity, the arm and the opening the door for the elect, man. The arm and the opening the door to eternity for the elect. And like I said, for those of you who don't acknowledge to be real, oh, well, don't listen. You belong with the people in the infinite state. You belong with them. 
You see? You belong in the people with the people in the infinite state. A lot of you so-called black people, you have become infinite people, man. You become mortals, man. A lot of you niggas are mortals, man. You got mortal, You got a mortality thing. Because, see, mortal, mortal only means one who has a mortality rate, one who will die, one who was born to die. That's what mortal means. You see, mortals, humans are born to die. You see, their whole purpose is to be born and to die. But when you are immortal, your whole purpose is to continuously live on, to continuously live on, to produce a bloodline of seed that continuously lives on for you to continue coming forward through that bloodline. So you continuously live on, man. You see, we keep living. You see, if we if we say we are those supreme beings, that we came from a solar projected state, then what's more powerful than that? What's more powerful than that? Can you take out a soul? Can you take out a living soul? No, you cannot. We are a race of living souls, man, who are after the order of Amun, who is the Amun race, man. A lot of you so-called black people forgot that, man. You've become spiritual. You see? See, part of being spiritual is part of accepting life and death, and your part in the portion of life and death. You have accepted that you're going to live and die. As part of the spiritual, as being part of connected to the spiritual realm. You have accepted that you're going to live and die. You ain't here for eternity because in a lot of y'all mind, eternity is not real because you bind this idea of the so-called white man. You see, you bind this idea of the so-called white man. Like, and I'm, I'm going to say it's like a lot of you people in the, old, in the old school from the nation of Islam used to say stuff like, you know, and I guess you got this from the messenger. You know, first, you know, y'all was like, you know, you ain't no afterlife. You born, you live, and you die. You just born, live, and you die. Ain't no afterlife. There's no hereafter. How is there no hereafter if you just said, if y'all said later that Elijah Muhammad was on a spaceship? So obviously he's still living somewhere if he's on a spaceship somewhere. You see, that's what y'all said, Mr. Safargo said Elijah Muhammad was on a spaceship. So obviously he was living. You see, there has to be eternity. Because you wouldn't even know what eternity was. The idea, the concept of eternity wasn't real. Again, man does not present anything that isn't coming from on high, that isn't coming from above. The only thing that mankind can present is something unnatural that's against nature. You see, eternity is supernature. Eternity is supernatural. You see, he don't get that. Eternity, life and death is natural. That's nature. That's part of nature. That's part of the natural realm of the humans, those who were created here. Life and death is nature. It's part of nature. But then when you go into that fourth dimension, when you get into that supernatural state, that's eternity. That's no that's no ending. That's no beginning or ending because you just tied into a continuous line of power. You have tied into a continuous line of, of power that is constantly pulsating and generating through you. That's when you become part of eternity. That's very real. That is very real. And see, for a lot of people, it's not real because they're not tied into that line. Don't think every so-called black person is tied into that line. They're not. You can tell how they talk. You can tell how they move. You see, that's why I said as we raise the elect up, the elect are are tied into eternity, man. The elect are tied into eternity. And the elect realize we're only going to die once in this life. This is it. What's the sense of coming back in the three-dimensional realm? We ain't coming back as a grave. We can't come back as dumb. So obviously we have to go to a higher state. 
obviously, you see, to ascend death, to ascend life, to become part of that eternal life, that ongoing life, that ongoing state of power. That's eternal life. And when this life is over, when this three-dimensional life is over, like I said, it is only meant to be an open door for those of you who are the elect. It's meant to be a state of continuation. It is meant to be a state of continuation. You see, you ain't no death. Ain't no oh, I'm at this day. I'm gonna stop. Uh, uh, I'm gonna cease to uh, 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 move and generate. I'm gonna cease. That's false. That is too false. You see, but you got people who think like that because. Their mind is locked in the three-dimensional realm. They're locked into life and death. They got the same mentality. They haven't picked up the same mentality as these humans. They have become just like the humans. You so-called black people, you become like the humans. See, the humans, they got no other choice but to think like that, life and death. The most spiritual human, they believe that, you know, they're going to live, they're going to die, they're going to come back as an animal, they're going to come back reincarnated as another person. But hell, they know that there's a rotation of life. The humans know that. That's the highest they're ever going to get. The humans really don't understand eternity. They don't. They lie to you and say they do, but they really don't. The the ultra-standard, whatever understanding, excuse me, whatever understanding the humans got about eternal life, they got from our people. You see, that's that's something that really they they'll repeat it and they're like, okay, and they'll repeat it, but they really don't get it because in their mind, eternal life is infinite life, meaning that oh, you die, you live, you die, you come back again, you live and die, you keep going through the life and death thing within the third dimension. That's not eternity. You see, that's not eternity. Eternity means you never die. Eternity means you're never born again. You're continuous now. You've left that. Line, that circle of life You left that In the circle of life There's life and death When you leave that circle There's only life now There's only linear state of power That's it You're coming forward In your most perfected state And you're going to keep Perfecting yourself At upper dimensions You go into You're coming forward As your most perfected self And you're going to Continue to perfect yourself It ain't even no need To grow anymore Grow and then As far as in your Age and things like this All you're going to do is perfect yourself in the most perfected state. Perfect yourself in the most perfected state. What is the most perfected state that you can be in? As a person who has entered into adulthood. See, when you're a child, you're still growing into an adult. And when you're an adult, you get to a time where you get older, you see, you're not, you know, as, you know, in that faster state, that greatest, that highest state as you were when you were younger adult, but the most perfected state of being an adult is when you are in your state, in that middle state of your life, in your your 20s, 30s, 40s, whatever, 50s, you in that middle stage, 60s, and your middle state of life. So you come to that state and you stay within that state and you constantly going and you're perfecting and projecting in that state. I'm going to give you an example of this. You haven't noticed, how many of y'all picked this up? Look at how people looked 20. Somebody just put, put that in my thing. If you look at what 28 used to look like or 25 used to look like back in the 70s, and you look at what 25 is now, 
It's not the same now, is it? When you look at so-called black people back then when you were 25, I, well, you, you can't speak for the humans. They always age. But when you look back at our people, notice 25, 30, the look was more older looking. When 60, 60 back in the day was older looking. They look like old people. So now if you notice 50, 40, 30, these, you look much younger. Like two different, you can you put a person who's 25 today next to a person with 25 in 1970. You see a big difference now, don't you? Why is that? Because number one, we a lot of us are starting to flush the human genetics out of our genes because that's another reason why we aged hard, because some of us had that human genetic. But another thing is we're getting closer to eternity. We're getting closer to eternity. A remnant is getting closer to eternity. That's why we look younger than what we are. You see, we're getting closer to that. We're getting closer to eternity. An elect group, and see, when as you're starting to get closer to eternity, it starts to vibrate amongst the masses. It starts to even vibrate and change the, you know, the biological structure of the masses. We're becoming younger. Our look is becoming younger. You see, because the elect are coming closer to the fourth dimension, and we're being regenerated. Our looks are changing. We're taking on that eternal, eternally youthful look. We're starting to take on an eternally youthful look, and that starts to spread out amongst the rest of the people here, especially the bronze people. It'll start to spread out with a whole generation, even though they might not be directly connected, but it starts to spread out to a, a, group, a, a greater group. So that tells you we're moving towards something. That tells you we're moving towards something. Thank you. I see somebody in the group say, I don't look like I'm 50. Thank you. I don't feel like whatever 50 is because I know what 50 was supposed to look like. I knew what 50 looked like in the, in, uh, in the 70s and the, in the 70s and the 80s and whatnot. I knew what 50 looked like, and it looked like an old man. I don't feel like that at all, at all, you see. So that tells you something. We're going through a resurrection. We're going through an extension, you see. And that resurrection, that regeneration is fourth dimensional. And your children will look younger, you see, and they're creating an, a state of eternity, an eternal life stage, you see. That's why we're looking like that. 60 and 70 is not going to look old. We're going to start getting to our 60s and 70s. I don't look old, you see. That's because there's a transition of power going through into this atmosphere. And, and the beasts know that. And while we while we see, again, this is why the beast is killing off a lot of these so-called black people, because they know that regeneration is going through our genetic. So they're trying to mix the seed. They're trying to kill all, but they're dying. They're dying. Because they're not being regenerated. They want part of that regenerative power that our people have. But that regenerative power, what they don't understand is that regenerative power is coming from the fourth dimension. And it's coming from the it's coming through it's coming to the elect, the chosen of Amun. And those are getting bits and pieces of it, it's chipping off on bits and pieces of our people. We'll be right back.
keep this in mind always that real life, real life is eternal life. That's real life. This is not real life we live in. You see, this is nothing but transition. This right here is transition into eternal life for the elect, for those who have of omni, the omni. You see, that's what this is. This is not real life. Because anything that's real is constant, continuous. Anything that's real is constant and continuous. So if this was real life, there would be no such thing as death. There would be no such thing as death in this state if this was real life. Real is something that is constant, continuous. It ain't, oh, it's here today and it's going, no, no, no. Real is continuous. When something stops, then it was never real in the first place, you see. Something that you have continuously, eternally, always, that's real, you see. What you don't have continuously and constantly is not. So these people have no idea what eternity is. They only have, they're trying to understand a concept as a, as a concept. But to them, it's not a reality. Let me take a call. 912, you're on air. Menzak, can you hear me? Menzak, I can hear you. I just want to add, I think that um, as, like, time goes by, we'll, we won't be using, like, um, the human's, like, frame of reference for time. Like, like a long ago, it used to be, like, 30 or 40 years old was, like, could be equivalent of, like, 80 to them because they didn't live that long. And now, like, oh. as they've, like, lived, lived longer, then it's going to 50, 60 or whatever. But I think as we, you know, go forth, you know, through this into the fourth dimension, um, we might be, you know, live to, like, 50, 70, 80 or you know, more than a hundred, but you'll look at the person and be like, yeah, they they look like they should be at that age, but it won't be like old, you know. It's like it's like if you're 40 now and you look 20, in the future people will say, okay, that you know, you look like that's that's what you're supposed to look like at 40. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't really go by the human frame reference because even today, like they still once they hit like over 30, then it like they still kind of start degenerating. But for us, it's kind of different. That's because the humans, they age like animals. Like I said, remember yeah. I said before how animals age quickly? Like the first, like for, for a cat, I think with the cat, the first year is like the one year, then after that is seven years. That's how humans age. They age like animals. That's why when they get, like I said, 30, it'll look like, like, they'll look like a certain, to a certain level. Once they get up to 25, like you said, 30, that's when it all go downhill for them because that's when that animal genetic kick in and they start aging real fast, you see. You know, so they. Yeah, this is another reason why. Yeah, this is another reason why they want to mix their seed with us to slow their aging process. Because as soon as they mix their seed with us, we slow down their aging process. You see, mm-hmm. and that's why a lot of these humans they don't want. A lot of these humans right now are living because they have received blood transfusions or they received some form of genetic material yeah. from our people through these hospitals, which is why these humans living longer. They have some of them have a little sheen to their skin. Some of them live got a little longer life because they getting from our people. They they Yeah, they organ donations and stuff like that. And organ donations, blood donations, just general you know, whatever. Because when they come they take they stay taking our blood 
in these hospitals, and they don't you don't they don't tell you what they do with the blood. They take all this blood from you and whatnot because they're giving it to these humans. There's certain ones who have money, influence, power, or they just give it to them in certain ways and whatnot. Certain people they want to extend their life, they give it to them. They they not above doing this. They was doing this back in. Uh, you looked this up back in um, when the Revolutionary War was taking place. They was using mm-hmm. the blood from our people to uh, as a vaccination against smallpox. George Washington. Yeah, I think I heard that. of it. Yeah, yeah, he was doing that. So they was using our people's blood back then. So we the real reason why they they live past thirty and forty years old because thirty and forty years old, forty years old for the so called white man that was that was being old to them. They die early. You know. Hmm. Um, um, speaking of when you mentioned blood transfusions, uh, that's why um, they want your plasma um, a lot when oh, you yeah. go to the, you know, when you go donate blood, and they pay you all that money is because um, the plasma is what has the antibodies to fight infections and, um, you know, the proteins for clotting and stuff like that. Because if you notice, um, when the humans get older, their skin gets really thin. They're easily prone to bruising and breaking bones and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So they're not really, really good at producing blood because their, their bones are weak, and that's where the blood comes from. So that's why they really want your plasma. Um, people yeah. say, well, they want the plasma for us because it, it literally kind of helps hold them together <laughs> so they don't fall yeah, apart as well exactly. as you know, the organs it gives, and stuff like it, that. It gives, it gives the humans more elasticity in their joints and their skin. Thing. Yeah. What they call yeah. collagen, what they're calling collagen is really our plasma. Mm-hmm. What they're calling collagen, I'm going to say this again. Yeah, I think what they're um, calling collagen that these humans take is Botox shots and all this other stuff. These white women and all this, what they call collagen, is really based on our, uh, um, based on our plasma. Mm-hmm. And I think, okay, I've only, you know, I, I've only heard this in dogs. I think they do this in people too. They actually do plasma, um, like plate, platelet-rich plasma injections and things like that. Um, oh yeah. Into yeah. you know the body and um pl- uh, plasma joints to help with like uh, arthritis and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, into the spinal that's, cord that's and stuff. Cool. If you have like you know disc issues, I think they do that too. Yeah, this is why, like I said, this is why they want to keep you up in the hospital taking your blood. They want mm-hmm. your, they want your stem cells. They want the cord from your babies. They want the cord from yep. your babies. They want stem cells from your babies because there's the elasticity there. That serpentine elasticity is in our blood, it's in our genetic material and they want that. Mm-hmm. And they try okay. to um take they might try to take stem cells from your bones too. Oh yeah. Well the whole point your of bones are your blood, the whole point mm-hmm. of them collecting blood is to strip the plasma from it. They don't really care about the blood. They want the plasma out mm-hmm. not the they don't care about the blood. The blood is just the blood. They just need the blood because that's where the plasma is at. That they set, once they get the plasma out, they don't. They they probably who knows? They probably do some rituals with it, something weird to throw it away or whatever. They don't tell them what they do with it, but they just want the plasma mm-hmm. out of the blood. They want to separate that, you know. And they really want it from so-called black people. They don't want it from their own kind because their blood ain't worth nothing. Yep. Okay. All right. Menzak. Yeah, yeah, that's really the reason why they want our blood, man, because of the plasma. Our blood is plasma-rich. We got the most plasma-rich blood on Earth, and that plasma is also etheric, and that's what generates eternity in our blood as well. That 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 plasma is our connection to eternity as well. You see, that explosion in the blood, you see, that plasma is our connection to eternity. Why? Because plasma is generated from solar projection. 
There's solar plasma that is in our solar plex and our solar genetic makeup. See, the beast don't want to talk about the solar genetic makeup, which I'm going to talk about and prove it and break it down. They don't talk about that because what it really is is they don't want to talk about anything that makes you makes you look at them as different from us. They want you to believe that me we the same so that, you know, you don't want to ostracize them. You see what I'm saying? They want you to believe we all the same. You see? They don't want you to start figuring out what you are and what they are. They don't want that. So they'll lie to you and say, oh, you know, and, they'll, and, they, and they make sure, and that's why I say I encourage our people to start independently having an understanding of how the body works without the so-called white man dictating things to you. You need to have an understanding of how your genetic material and your biological functions and the working of the body go. You need to have a layman's term understanding of that, how the body works beyond their books, because they're sitting there and they're lying their books. Or what they will do is use their human frailties and their human uh, uh, um, their human uh, um, you know, maintenance of their body, and they'll say that's how our bodies work. Our bodies don't work like their bodies work. You see, there needs to be a biological book for bronze people, just us, just us, nobody else. We ain't part of the human biological makeup. There needs to be, a, and we're going to, you know what, we're just going to go ahead and produce that. God damn it, we're going to just go ahead and produce that ourselves, man, in the Republican mental. Like, we're going to produce our own biological, our own biology book for the almond race, man. We're just going to go ahead and start gradually putting that together, you see. And I want to take the time on it because I want it to be definitive. I want it to be definitive, you see, because this gets us to start having an understanding of how our, how we are physically now gets us to understanding how we are and how our link to eternity works, you see. We have to understand first and foremost that we move off with different energy, a different power, a different source of power than the rest of these humans, man. We don't move off of the same energy as them, you see. We're not from the same place as them. We're not from the same source as the rest of these humans, man. We are different. We are another sense. We are a whole different regeneration, a whole another process of power. And, again, we're not accepting that because, again, a lot of y'all are under that human mindset, unfortunately. A lot of you are under the human mindset. You see, you under that life and death mindset. You see, positive and negative. You see. That double-minded um, uh, mindset. Y'all under that. Positive, negative, good and evil, life and death. Y'all under that, that polarity, which is why a lot of you women are bugged out of your mind, especially you bronze women, man. You see? Because y'all y'all move off that bipolar energy, too. And that bipolar energy separates you from the reality of eternity. You see? Because in your mind, you make everything so serious and you make everything so life and death in this three-dimensional realm. And that keeps you from the reality of the pure power of eternity. Because notice when you get stressed out about things that go on in this life, this quote-unquote life, so-called life, the things that are minuscule, what does that do? That puts your focus on things here in this three-dimensional realm instead of be, being focused on what you're supposed to be, which is the future in the fourth dimension. That's what you're supposed to be focused on, not this. This is just something you're doing as you passing through. You must always consider it. Let me take a quick call. 470. Menzek, Amon Ray, Scott Z. Menzek. Menzek. 
tell me what they do. Say you have to go to the hospital or whatever. You have to stay overnight. Of course, uh, you have to go to sleep or whatever, and they you wake up and you notice they've not only extracted blood, but they have uh, extracted a uh, sperm sample unauthorized. If they're doing that to the plasma, for the plasma in the blood, what are they actually doing or utilizing our sperm for? If not, well, you know, impregnate well, well, some beast woman or some beast whatever. Yeah, they're going to do that too. They're going to do that too. You're going to start saying, what else are they going to use sperm cells for but to, um, but to impregnate these um, humans? And you're going to start seeing that because I'm going to tell you something. A lot of times they'll take that, like I said, take your blood, the plasma for your blood, which is a form of a life force. The plasma is a life force, and the sperm is a life force. So they take those life right. forces and they inject them into the humans. That's what they. That's how they extend their life force. That's how you see the old mm-hmm. crackers like damn Rough Child and the Rockefellers. They look old as hell, and they were living to be 99, 100 years old and whatnot, and they in good health. They just, like, they died. You can tell they're getting all, they're getting all the so-called black people plasma pumped up the in them. They're getting the best. Right. You mm-hmm. know? So a lot of these, you see these Caucasian women, they're going to start wanting, they're going to start staying with a lot of, and they already don't start doing it already. You'll see a lot of these Caucasian women turn up, and they'll be pregnant with mulatto gray babies, and you'd be like, "Well, where do these babies come from?" They'd be like, "Oh, the father died or something." Like that. Well, they just give them black men, so-called black men sperm, and get pregnant, and you never know nothing about them. They'll raise your child, you know what I'm saying, and put them out there. They're, they're, they're going to do that. Another quick question: the telepathy. Uh, <clears throat> will that come into play more so as we uh, begin to start? Uh, you know. Not even, you know, exhuming bodies, I was thinking that. But, you know, because, um, you know, you're going to have to have bodies to actually, or you know, cadavers or whatever to, to examine or whatever. Will telepathy take a, a, a set precedence in our endeavor and, 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 and all upper of knowledge? And, and, all, and, and all of that, Andrew, and all of that. But listen, you got to call early in the broadcast. I got four minutes to go, but in all of that, we'll oh, no pick doubt. it up another time. Thank you. All right. Tuesday, all right. Tuesday. All right. So let me go ahead and answer these questions before we get out of here. Can anyone really kill you? No. You already see, you're already, your time of life is already set. And it don't matter what you do, you're not going to go past that. And you're not going to go, be- you're not going to go before that. It's already set. I don't care if somebody shoots you or whatever, you in a plane crash, it don't matter, you're going to make it. Because the life force in you dictates that you stay at the time you're supposed to stay and you leave the time you're supposed to leave. That's a life force that goes through you, and it will penetrate and it will go through anything within this three-dimensional realm. And it will only stop when you run out of that life force. It's like a battery. For the life of the battery, it's going to run for the life of the battery. And when the batteries run out, that's it. The almond dictate that, not man. So nobody can kill you. That's an illusion. Why, if why so then, if so then, uh, let's see. If so, then how can anybody kill you? Again, nobody can kill you. You see, again, like I said, if it's not meant for you to die, nobody can kill you. If it ain't meant for you to go, they can shoot you a thousand times, they can stab you a thousand times, you'd be in a fight, you fall out of a plane, it don't matter, you're not going to die. Something will help you, or you'll be deterred from that, or whatever the case may be. You're not meant to go out that way. It's already set, which how you're set to be born, is how, in the circumstances you come into the world, it's the same way set, set where you go out. Is your death predestined? Yes, it is. Just like your life is predestined. Will you die 
if uh, if it's really not your time, no. It's already set in time. You are set in time to be born. You are set in time to die. And, again, it don't matter what nobody do to you. You'll be fine if it's meant for you to be fine and live past that time. Who determines your death? The Amen, just as they determine your life. And that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen, by the power of Amen. And Amen, we trust. And Amen, we thank. And Amen, we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Conrad. This has been Mental Like Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night. Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.